0: It's fans, 1700, the champ.
1: All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome in. It's a football Friday here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon begins a busy day. begins well it continues (laughs) on with a busy day but you're far from being even seeing the finish line you'll see the finish line tonight somewhere around oh just before well the game 10 o'clock and then the post game show the game i'm referring to he's got valley dowling uh here tonight if you are a high school fan Uh, Valley Dowling play here on 1700 The Champ. We are jam-packed coming up on the Dr. Stephen Fuller-Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. We'll get our last look at the Clones and the Hawks. Dylan Montz is going to lead things off at about 11.20. Dylan writes for the Ames Tribune. We will preview Iowa State and uh, Kansas. We'll talk a little bit about Josh Mueller's uh, decision to leave the game of football behind I started a couple of games but uh, just wasn't feeling it anymore, so decided to walk away from the game. And You you can't fault the kid. No, Uh, I just wasn't into it. Uh, For those people who uh, see this as um, anything but the right decision, you have no idea what the kid's going through the kid's head, nor do I. And don't claim to, but it's his decision. Live with it. Hawkeye Nation. Hawkeye Nation. Hawkeye reports. Tom Cakert will be here at 1030. Tom. Trent and I will talk Purdue and Iowa with Mr. Kakert, then Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs play here. Well, they don't play here. They actually playing Cleveland this week. Um You going to pick that game? Did I hear you earlier in the week or talking on your phone? Not that I not that I was uh, listening. <laughs> oh, yet. eavesdropping on no, me now no, are no, you, no, huh? Oh, well, I, I
2: see how it is. I'm trying to maintain my edge in this contest. Ah, here. I see. You do have a lead on me. What what's the lead up to now? You picked up a game last week. You're three and a half up, three, three and a and half. half. That's I, it. I like the brownies. Oh, I like the brownies. They they might be part of my my package of five coming up. Oh, we'll get to that. What twelve forty five somewhere in there?
1: Yeah, somewhere in there. Uh,
2: we just, got a lot to talk about with Bama today. Though. Yes, well,
1: we do. There's no question about that. We got a couple of SEC tilts. It, can I let you in on a little secret with Bama? Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about this on the air. Mm-hmm. Bama's in Houston. We're yes. Gonna, we're yes. going to speak with Bama later on. He's in Houston. Uh-huh. His niece is getting married. Oh, no. Tomorrow. Oh, no. Tomorrow.
2: Well, 9 a.m. service?
1: No. No? No. No. <laughs> no. Bama's done too please. This is his wife's niece. Uh-huh. This is Bama's niece by marriage. Sure. So there's that against him. He says he likes his niece. I'm not sure he does this weekend. He may have in the past. But I'm not going to bring it up. Is it, it a up. 7 o'clock wedding? No, it's in the middle of the afternoon, okay. but the
2: reception's at night. Well, you can find a TV. Or, or a bar. I mean, I have no idea what the reception is. Right. I mean, Who gets married in the fall? <laughs> Hand raised here. Was it an off weekend for the Hawks? It was. Well, that, it, I mean, I'll, okay, and it was on a Friday night, too. Oh, then you're I took you're a Friday free. night off for football and uh, got married on the bye-bye week. On the,
1: yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, if you have to do it, that there was some thought put into that Yes, exactly. There was none by Bama's niece. So uh, Bama's going to join us at 1230. But before that, we're going to go to Vegas. We haven't spoken with Jason Symbol, CG Technology in a while. We'll go inside the numbers with Jason. A very popular segment. Glad to say that it is back. Speaking of popular segments, Paul Allen segment is as popular as anything we do all week long. He's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Vikings Lions this week in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, we'll talk to Paul Allen at about 12.15. Then Bama, Trent, and I will go around college football before our picks. So we are packed. Let's get right to it. Last night, the college football game ratings just came out from yesterday. Mm-hmm. And thanks to the stinker that was put up on Fox last night in the NFL. And my, I mean, did anybody think the Raiders were going to be this bad, Trent? No, Seriously. not at all. I,
2: I knew they were bad. In fact, we were talking when we did our baseball and uh, we're grading things. I told you I was one of my big bets was Raiders under the seven and a half, but this bad. Oh, oh, they're putrid. They are. And they, they have given up. Mm -hmm. That is a team that has given up only nine more years though, Mm -hmm. left on that contract Mm -hmm. of Gruden. Yeah. I think the over-under is three and a half. I saw that yesterday.
1: I don't know if it was facetious or if that was actually a number. It was put out by somebody who bets these things. So I assume that that was right. Um, you know Nick Mullins played in the NFL uh, NFL last night for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Are we um, on the precipice maybe of
2: a CJ Pip scenario? Very well could happen because he looked really good. He sure did, didn't he? The line protected much better than what Bethard has had mm-hmm. in the past. It seemed like every time I'd watch Bethard out there, he was just getting clocked. But and I've seen that maybe used as an excuse from some Hawkeye fans. Remember back how badly he was beat up. CJ Bethard does not have great pocket presence. That has never been a strength of his, and it has not translated the NFL. Same kind of thing. It's easy to blame the offensive line. Some of that also has to go to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more pocket presence, I thought, out of the youngster last night, Mullins. Yeah, he played very
1: well, Trent. He really did. But again, he was going up against the Raiders, and the Raiders have clearly packed it in. Here's the thing with Gruden, because you hear that Carr may or may not be on the on the chopping block. Raiders are going to have the number one pick, uh, and there's a quarterback right at the top of that class. Uh, you know the Giants right now they thought that they were going to be the worst team in football yep. they're not they're going to be the second worst team in football they need the quarterback so look at Chucky's in a great spot here he's got he's already got three first round picks he can move from 1 to 2 get whoever he wants assuming he keeps Carr and you know gets a bounty for for that move uh, from down to the second pick.
2: Well, and we still got another half season of football to be played to, so, to figure that out. So I'm a little ahead of myself. Just shake
1: the draft talk, Ken. It's uh, just for a shade. I mean,
2: that's, <laughs> yeah. that's good for the spring. <laughs> Let's slow down just a little bit on that. He's got to find a GM, though. He's got to find somebody that he trusts. Yeah, he Reggie does. McKenzie it's, is not the guy. I agree with you. I mean, you. Look at the drafts McKenzie's had during his mm-hmm. tenure there. It's bad.
1: Well, for a while, Al Davis was looking over his shoulder. And, and, yes.
2: Well, I don't care if he can't
1: play. He runs 4-2. Draft him. Right. Uh, Dave, saw, Darius Hayward Bay. Yeah, there's a couple of those. Um, so, I, I like, like America, apparently, after the numbers came out on the college game last night from the AAC conference, Temple and UCF, it was a hell of a football game. Right? Yes. Uh, Temple goes to the, lead at, uh, to the locker room at halftime with the lead. Uh, injuries took their toll. They lost their center, and the center is the captain, the the quarterback of the offensive line, and they weren't the same team protection-wise in the second half. But here's my question. Um, UCF is ranked number 12. They took care of the first team that's in front of them. The toughest part of their schedule is now upon them, with the exception of the Navy game that's coming up. From what you saw last night, did you see a team that you believe in victory that they – could legitimately give, not Alabama, because I don't think anybody right, can. Right. That,
2: that's not a fair...
1: No, but Clemson, Notre Dame, or LSU at this point, does this look like a team that the teams 2, 3, or 4, as we sit here today, would struggle with UCF?
2: I didn't. I didn't think so. They were really bad defensively. And I still, I don't know how Temple lost that game. They were a the better football team on the field. Yeah, they were. They, just so many ridiculous well, Injuries took their toll. Yes, yeah. One third down converted by mm-hmm. UCL. It just, it was such an odd, odd game. No, Central Florida didn't play well last night, but they still have a gauntlet in front of them. I don't think they're going to get through it unscathed. From what I saw last night, Trent, I would be hard-pressed to think
1: that you are wrong. I, I think you're 100% right. Doesn't look like an undefeated squad to no, me. No,
2: no. It's difficult to do, and it doesn't matter the conference, it doesn't uh-huh. matter the level. It's an incredibly difficult thing and to do. And they're on a hell of a run, let's yes. face it. Maybe that should be a bigger – you go back and you look at boys when they had those ridiculous runs. They're approaching their two longest streaks that they had. Again, competition, yeah, that's a part of it. But to do it in any league where your brethren are very similar to you as it pertains to recruiting and facilities and all the different factors, it's hard to win that many games in a row. I think we should celebrate them Mm -hmm. for that but also realize this team – they can't compete with the others no. right now. No, don't think they can either. In fact, as I've said, I thought Utah State is the best group of five mm-hmm.
1: team I've seen. And after watching, you're ahead that, of the
2: curve. And I'm hearing more and more of that from some that of the right? national talking
1: heads. Yeah, I, I literally. I mean, Week One, Michigan State. I thought they should have beaten Michigan State. And at the time, mm-hmm. I thought Michigan State was going to be a really good football. They were my team. pick to win the Big Ten East. There you go. A um, couple of things uh, percolating in baseball, just real quick on Cole Hamels, and then we'll move on. Uh, Cole Hamels, uh, the Cubs have picked up his option. They've traded. Drew Smiley to the Texas Rangers, so they get seven million dollars relief there. They pick up Hamels' option. Hamels is now, uh, I guess, if you're to, if, if Twitter's right, um, they are. He's open to a contract, a further contract extension with the Cubs. So it sounds as though Cole Hamill's, who was really good, he was really, really good after his Ranger days were behind him uh, at the trade deadline. Sounds like he's going to be a Cub for sure this year, and perhaps for a couple more years after that. And you know, on the surface, he's 34. I like the move, Trent. 34, 20
2: million. Okay. Can you expect the same guy you saw after the trade? I hope so. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's realistic. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Look be... at the numbers before that. He, there was a bump there, there was a boost. Velocity's not the same. Mm-hmm. Lefty in that park throughout a whole course of a year. I, are you going to get $21 million worth of value in 2018 for him?
1: I don't know. Well, what does 20 million buy you anymore, though? No,
2: that's, <laughs> that's another good point. <laughs> Well, if you wait long enough, you can get a whole lot. Right. Yeah, true. if if anything uh, from last winter is any indication, right. you wait till Park March, you can get basement. a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> you can get three players for that cost, three yeah. veterans at that cost, like L- the Twins. Thirty-four did. years old, yeah, and they all stunk. But mm-hmm. regardless, I'm I'm not. I you have to do it. Yes, I get that. I just don't think Hamels is the guy that we saw in the uniform, especially the first what was it six seven starts when he was elite. If you're expecting that kind of guy, I think you're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Left-handed
1: uh, heavy rotation for the yeah. uh, Chicago Cubs, so we, we'll see. But I, I like it on the surface. I, I hope they don't you know, extend him any more than I'd give him a couple more years, 35 and 36, thirty-seven's asking a lot, certainly at that big of a price. Where do you slot him right now? I mean, Lester's, Lester's one. Mm-hmm. I have to think the professor, because you want that righty in there, don't you, is two. So he would be three at best,
2: three or four. Yeah, him and Quintana, mm-hmm. and then we'll see what they do with the other spot. Darvish, can you Who's, count on him?
1: No. <laughs> no. Yeah, the answer is no. Um, he says you can, but that remains to be seen. Right. If you can count on him, that's five pretty good, at least on paper. But uh, you chastised me for talking draft earlier. I should chastise ourselves for getting into next year's baseball. But we on only November have the second
2: uh, Georgia, Kentucky, of course, uh, well, LSU, can, Alabama. Huh? Sunday night football is great with yep. Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady. Yep. Iowa and Iowa State with huge road games. Mm-hmm. Here you are talking Cubs baseball. I know. Sorry about that. <laughs> Slap me on the wrist. It that happens one. from time to time. Yep.
1: Throw a flag. Get the yep. proverbial yep. flag out on that one. Uh, so we've got uh, Dylan Mods coming up to you. What do What do you here's a, Here's where I look. when I look at Iowa State uh, and, and Kansas. This should be a tea, This should be an opportunity for Iowa State to go on the road and. Not dominate, not rub their nose in it, but the game should never be in doubt if Iowa yeah. State's
2: as good as we think that they are. And I think that's what's going to happen. I, I just this Kansas team, nice win last week. They're better than they've been in they, the last they couple of years, yes. Trent. But I think that was more where TCU season's heading, sure, than it is about the big improvements. Do you realize that was their first October victory in 38 tries? And to, mm. to put that into a bigger context. The last time they won a game in the month of October. What year? Who was coaching? 2009. That's nuts. Against Iowa State. Is that a fact? That was the last time they won a game in the month of October. Holy mackerel. 2009. Oh, yeah. I was working with Matt Peralt. That was nine years ago. Jesus. 2009. The last time they won in October. Wow. The F bombs are only six months old yes. on that
1: program that
2: morning. I was F bomb
1: radio. I was just
2: getting started right here at that time.
1: Jeez, that's something. With the I, aforementioned That was what it was nine years ago. I didn't know that. Two, I mean I know it'd been a long a time, but that's that's crazy. Uh Purdue, I real quick, just uh, just a quick hitter on that. Moore has not been practicing all week. Correct. What does that mean?
2: Uh I at the very least, if he's out there you have to figure He's going to be limited mm-hmm. in terms of what he is because. Such a weapon, Trent. A guy that's slowed down. You know what? Here's the best thing. Rondell Moore, take the week off. Uh-huh. Take the week off. In fact, take next week off because after that, Purdue, they go to Minnesota. Layup. Get healthy for the Wisconsin game. And that's in three weeks. <laughs> Get healthy for the Badgers. Be at 100%. Rondell Moore, just a bit of advice for you. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's so fun to watch. Yes, I'm with he you. Is. If, I
1: don't, if, if I don't have to watch him tomorrow. Yeah, look. I want Iowa to win. I want Iowa State to win. I want I want them both to go as far as they possibly can. Rod, uh, Rondell Moore is a difference maker, folks. He's yes, going to be a is. major pain in the ass uh, gift for Big Ten, of uh, visiting Big Ten schools or Big Ten opponents until his. Uh, Eligibility is exhausted. Uh, The uh, program starts as far as the guest list starts on the other side of this. Dylan Monsame Tribune. More Kansas and Iowa State with Dylan. Then Tom Kakert will preview uh, Purdue and Iowa. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs, is here. That's only the first hour of the program. Trent and I are underway. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ
0: wake up with the all new morning show on 1700 the champ taz and the moose every weekday morning from five to eight real sports talk for real sports fans you're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at billion buick gmc in clive our reviews say it all
3: i didn't feel pressured it was a very smooth process
0: our salesman
4: came in on his day off Now that's going above and beyond.
0: People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or billionauto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade.
1: Once upon a time, many years ago, the Ronald McDonald House of Central Iowa began helping families who have a sick or injured child. Today you can help these families and enjoy a great night out at the 19th Annual Ronald McDonald House Gala on Saturday, November the 3rd. The theme this year is Once Upon a Time, so come dressed up in your fairy tale costume and enjoy great food, drinks, and a silent auction. Reserve your tickets or table at rmhdesmoine.org. That's rmhdesmoine.org.
5: Don't miss your chance to save big during Menards Pre-Black Friday Sale. Bring cleaner air with DuPont Air Filters. Buy one plus 8,000 allergen air filter at 7 dollars and get one free. Get the best one-coat paint and primer in one. Paramount is $28.98 per gallon after rebate. A 7-inch Android tablet is $39.99. Save $50 on a Hitachi Cordless Drill and Work Mike Kit, $49. Get these great offers plus many more through Sunday, November 4th during Menards Pre-Black Friday Sale. Save big money at Menards. The cat sat on the Rush to Macy's 48 hour sale for 50 to 80% savings and limited time specials. Like 50 to 60% off men's dress shirts and ties. Take 30 to 50% off shoes and boots for her. Sheets, comforters, and pillows are 60 to 70% off. Or use your savings pass and take $20 off a $48 purchase till 2 p.m. in store, excluding specials. Friday and Saturday at Macy's. Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards now offers benefits everyone can enjoy no matter how they pay. Sign up for free in store or at macyscom Star Rewards.
3: What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes?
2: We're the lift each other up
3: type. The more determined than you think type.
6: The type that will walk for life-changing research.
3: And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at
2: walk.jdrf.org. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com.
0: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Conlon on 1700 The
1: champ. Attic 1509 South Ankeny Boulevard. It's a big there, big day there tomorrow. Open house day gets underway at 9. New and consigned furniture. Unique pieces to say the least. Gift certificates, guys. You know that soon you'll be pulling your hair out trying to figure out what you need to do for your significant other or what you can do. Uh, here's an idea. A gift certificate from the attic. Let your wife's significant other get lost in there. Uh, A while away the hours while you do the same at home, watching football on your couch or soon-to-be college basketball. Or whatever moves your needle. The Attic will move your wives or your significant others. Trust me on that. 1509 South Ankeny Boulevard, a unique shop featuring new and consigned furniture and home decor, antiques, etc. Great spot, The Attic. They are just, let me get my directions, east of the east entrance of DMAC, No, just north of the east an- entrance of DMAC. There you go on uh, Ankeny Boulevard. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. We're going to do our last look at the Clones and the Hawks. Tom Caker from HawkeyeReport.com in about seven or eight minutes. Right now from the Ames Tribune, he is Dylan Mons, and he is with us, Dylan, Trenton, Ken. How are you?
6: Doing well, guys. How are you? Doing
1: well. Now, will you get up very, very early in the morning, or will you leave today for Lawrence?
6: I opted to, to to go today. Um Tomorrow will be a long enough day, so I thought I'd kind of get a jump start on it. And um, I was telling Trent, I actually got a hotel in Olathe because Lawrence was all booked up, which was um, caught me off guard. I should have maybe been a little bit more proactive, but uh, I'm at least that much closer now. Uh, it's,
1: uh, I don't blame you, but I think that's the right decision. All right, let's get into this game itself, and this is a better Kansas team, Dylan. I think that we've been used to over the last little while, Trent. Uh, Uh, Shed some light on me. I didn't realize their last October win was 2009 against Iowa State until last week when they picked off TCU. So they're trying to put them back-to-back. And Puka Williams, who's carried the ball 50 fewer times than David Montgomery, actually has a few more yards than David Montgomery. So let's start there with Puka Williams, who by any count is a a legitimate uh, threat at the running back position.
6: Yeah, he's kind of been a guy that's been a little bit of a, a spark that they haven't had it in quite a while. He, he's really dynamic, and um, he's quick and he's fast, but he's also pretty powerful, too, and I think that's evident when you can watch him run. And then I think he started to catch the ball a little bit more out of the backfield, too, so he can kind of open up some of the offense for them uh, just because they have had um, kind of some different guys rotate, rotating in a quarterback, but it sounds like Peyton Bender uh, might be the guy now going forward, so... Um, having kind of some stability with Puka Williams and, and being kind of that spark plug for him um, that can get some things going uh, because we know their defense uh, has been able to turn people over at times, but if he can, can kind of have a complementary piece on offense that can get things rolling for you, um, that's that's the start of something. So um, they're, they're not there yet, obviously, as a program, but I think um, it, it kind of starts with getting a couple guys like Puka Williams in the program.
2: Good-looking player and a highly regarded player coming out of high school. A surprise to many that he even ended up in Lawrence, but there he is and doing an outstanding job. Uh, Defensively, this Kansas team, again, making strides. They're not great by any means, but from what we've seen some of the past years, they're making a jump there. Game plan, uh, what you expect to see out of Iowa State after really relying heavily on David Montgomery. Could this be a game where we see uh, a little bit more offensively happening and we see a little bit out of the passing game? more on that route?
6: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think you'll see a mix. Um, I know uh, Matt Campbell's philosophy what he's been able to has always kind of been based in getting the running game going. Um, and I think if you can do that with David Montgomery, they're, they're going to just take that. Um, so I, I think you'll probably see them try to keep Kansas off balance as much as possible. And obviously Brock Purdy um, has shown he's he's capable of delivering some pretty nice throws over the last few games. So, I think they'll kind of um, go to a little bit of um, what's working. I think they'll try to force the running game early. Um, not necessarily force, maybe that's not the right word, but really kind of um, use that as, as kind of to get into a rhythm and then um, and then kind of exploit um, some of the mismatches that they'll have, that wide receiver with, with tall guys, maybe like a Hakeem Butler. Um, maybe this is a game where Matt Eaton gets a few more looks. Um, Tariq Milton has been a guy that's been really consistent through the last few games, so... Uh, I think they're going to have enough weapons where you can kind of have a steady dose of David Montgomery, but then also open things up and spread guys out with uh, some of those uh, taller wide receivers.
1: Walk down this hypothetical with me, Dylan. Dylan Monts Ames Tribune is with us. So let, let's let say Iowa State is having a day, and they're having their way with the Jayhawks, as they should, because this is a good Iowa State team. Yes, Kansas is better, but Iowa State is uh, is a different animal uh, than we've seen over the past decades. So they're ha- they're having their way, and it's time maybe to Brock Purdy's day is over. What's next? What comes next? Do they want to you know get Kyle Kemp some playing time after all he hasn't played since Iowa or Real Mitchell who hasn't played? I don't think he's seen the game in a single uh, seen uh, the game one time this year. Therefore, he's got plenty of time in that red shirt. Who would they go to? Would they go to the veteran, or would they want to get Real Mitchell? some quarterback playing time
6: i think they'd probably go with kemp at least just for a little bit just to kind of get him some reps and get him some of that game, game speed back but uh, i think this is an opportunity where you could see leon mitchell for the first time um you know he hasn't played this year as you mentioned so he still falls under that umbrella of uh, he can go up to four games this year and still retain that red shirt so um you kind of picking and choosing and thinking about where you could see him i think this is uh, a perfect opportunity to utilize him. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Matt Campbell hasn't been, has been uh, super direct when asked how they could use Real. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he could be, um, you know, a special package type of guy. Even if Kemp is in, maybe Real comes in when Kemp's there, and, and they can kind of do um, some some unique looks and and utilize him in the run game a little bit. But I think um, I think this is a, like I said a perfect opportunity to kind of get him out there and see what you have at least a little bit. Um, because with seven ones departure, you kind of, um, you know, you're not necessarily hurting for depth, but it is going to be interesting. You, you obviously want to keep Rock pretty healthy, and if you do, he's the guy. But um, if he were to get banged up, then you're kind of um, wanting to know what else you have, um, and you know what you have with Kemp to a certain degree, but he's obviously he's still coming back from injury, and then Rial, um, he's got to play a little bit so you can see what he's got. So I, I think this is a good time to maybe throw him in there.
2: All right, go down this with me. Uh, we've reached halftime, and Kansas leads twenty to fourteen. Ooh. Connor Sally's missed two field goals. Does Braden Artivison get a chance in the second half of a game like that? How how much of a leash do you th- think Sally has at this point?
6: Yeah, it's been kind of interesting because we have talked about it over the last couple of weeks, and um, you know, there is obviously something off uh, with special teams right now. So I think. Um, that could be an example of, of a time where you see Narvison come in and, and get him some reps um, because I think um, they've obviously liked what Sally's given them through the early part of the season Then you hit this, this kind of wall of inconsistency. So I, I think if he's missing a couple more um, and it's kind of putting the team in an interesting position, um, it wouldn't shock me at all if you saw Narvison um, because he falls under that umbrella too that Real Mitchell does of having not been out there this year. Um, so even if he, you brought him in and um, – and, and kicked him for a little bit and then went back to a Sally. I mean, there's a number of scenarios, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if they were still struggling, that they kind of um, pulled the leash a little bit and, and went with the true freshmen. So um, it's going to be interesting, and that kind of speaks to another point. Uh, I, I, I think I would say wins, um, but I, it wouldn't surprise me necessarily if it was kind of a dogfight and, and, and took a while to get things going.
1: Uh, Last thing, Dylan, uh, for you, Uh, Josh Mueller's decided to uh, give up football, started a couple of games this year. Colin Olson has passed him by on the depth chart. Does does this seem to you like just Mueller just, you know what, he just doesn't want to play football anymore. You don't see him transferring and then ending up at another school. At least he didn't come across that way. How do you see this, Dylan?
6: Yeah, from kind of what I was understanding, it sounds like he might be done with football. Uh, I don't know if there was anything real clear determined there, but um, yeah, he stepped away from the team, and um, maybe it'll be an evaluation situation where he uh, transfers that semester and then maybe looks for a new program, but um, from what I gathered, it sounds like he could be done with the sport, so it, it'll be interesting, but um, man, obviously he'd like to keep guys in the program, but um, I don't know if depth is taking a serious hit there. Um, it, it just you know, guys got to do what they got to do. But it's certainly interesting to have two guys, um, you know, doing the same
1: week. Yeah, that's a good point. Dylan, uh, safe trip to Lawrence. We'll uh, recap it with you on Monday. Thank you, Dylan Monts. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Dylan Monts. Ames Tribune, amestrib.com to read Dylan Travis and the entire paper, amestrib.com, HawkeyeReport.com is run by this guy. He's Tom Cagard. He joins us every single Friday with very few exceptions. I think last week the uh, travel to Penn State prevented him from joining us, but uh, not this week. Tom Kekert is back with us. Tom, Trenton, Ken,
2: thanks for popping on. Tom, how are you?
4: Doing well, and uh, sorry I missed you guys last
2: yeah, week. Yeah, we but, missed uh, you as well. Uh, we went with the wise owl instead.
4: Well, he is a wise owl. Indeed he is self-proclaimed. I may be having. I, I may be having dinner with the wise owl tonight. Oh, so I, I, I have I don't a feeling good. I
1: know where. Well, yeah, I have a feeling I know where too. And here's the other thing, Tom. If you are with him, I'll. I'll have a. I, there's no. There's no uh, doubt in my mind. I'll know what you're eating because he tweets more <laughs> pictures of his food than anybody I've ever met. And you know what? Honestly, I look forward to it. I really do. I think it's great. Um So, yeah. so you're off to uh, Purdue and West Lafayette tonight, and I guess the big, the big talk or at least so far on this game, uh, is the fact that Rondell Moore has not practiced all week long. What are you hearing from your cohort over at the uh, Purdue Rivals site? Do they expect the gifted freshman to play?
4: That's what uh, Brom told them yesterday. So I think they expect that he's going to be out there. The thing that'll be interesting to me is how much does he play? Does it limit his snaps? Is he off special teams, for example, because he's the return guy for punts and kickoffs? Uh, I, that's the big question is is how how is it going to limit him if he does play? i I just can't see any scenario where he doesn't get out there and at least you know give it a shot.
2: Yeah, you, you, you think that's going to be the case. I, I told Ken earlier he should take two weeks off and just get healthy for Wisconsin. <laughs> right. uh, alas, I don't think they're probably listening to what I have to say about that one at West Lafayette. If he is out there and is at least you 75-80% know, of, of what he normally is, expect to see exclusively Imani Hooker playing that outside linebacker spot and Stone then uh, replacing him at safety?
4: Yeah, I, I think that's the direction they're headed. Now they do have a really talented tight end who's caught a lot of passes this year, so that may um, you know impact things a little bit. But uh, I, they're just not a power double tights. We're going to run the ball down your throat team like a Wisconsin is. So I, I think, frankly, their defense is better when Hooker's playing that star position. And Geno Stone he leads the team in interceptions right now, and he's making plays and he's doing well. So. I just don't see a reason why you don't keep going that direction. It hasn't, at least today, has not impacted um, Iowa stopping the run at all. So uh, I think that's what we're going to see.
1: How will uh, Nate Stanley's thumb impact what he's able to do uh, tomorrow, Tom? Is there more to that, do you think?
4: I, I have heard there is, but I've heard that he practiced okay this week and everything seems fine, but... Um, you know, there were some indications earlier in the week that it was kind of a touch and go situation. So maybe he's recovered enough. That, you know, we had the whole cat and mouse game on Tuesday with him putting his hands in his pouch of his hoodie. Um, so, you know, but then we saw him later walking into the complex as we got done with Ferrance and he was, uh, had both hands outside of the hoodie front. So uh, there was no bandage or anything, a wrap on his hand. So I, I think he's okay. It might just be a little bit sore, um, but he's got to bounce back. I mean, yeah. you know, the the ironic thing or the funny thing about this is he threw the ball better in the fourth quarter than he did the first three, and that was after he hit his hand on the on Keegan Render's helmet.
2: Yeah, he he did, and before that uh, that first down play down at the goal line, moved the football and and found Noah Fant. What's going on there? Uh, I saw Chris Fant, his older brother. Was again on Twitter, then quick, quickly deleted earlier this week. What's happening in there with it? Fill us in with Noah Fan.
4: It was weird um, Saturday because they really didn't even look at him mm-hmm. uh, in the first three quarters of the game, and then magically the ball starts going down the field a little bit better uh, through the air when you start finding him in the, the fourth quarter. So, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of befuddled by it I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, they're going to probably get the ball to him fairly Mm -hmm. early in this game and fairly often I think they realize that they've got to do that and Purdue likes to blitz a lot so I could I could see them um, you know trying to get him out in space a little bit some people in front of him and see what he can do.
1: Tom, where were you as you think back to to August? Uh, is this Purdue team better than you thought that they were going to be? I always thought that this might be the, you know, the dark horse, if you will, uh, in the West, and I think they're even better than I thought that they might be. Particularly because they're playing a little bit of defense. Blau has taken that quarterback room, and it's his now, and it's his final season, and he's playing very well. Uh, Brahm is a really good coach, as we're starting to, to see here. Is Purdue, did you underestimate maybe this, um, how good they might be this year?
4: I think the the thing with their season is I think it took them about three weeks to figure out what direction they wanted to go with a lot of things defensively and at quarterback. And then once they figured those things out, their season just flipped. That B.C. game, they came out, they yeah. played different, they just decided – that Blau was going to be the guy. They weren't going to try and work Sinduara in there anymore, and they got more aggressive on defense. And those two things have paid off. I mean, but they, you know, they lost their first three games by a yeah. total of eight points. Right. I mean, they're 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 eight nine points away from being an uh, uh, one loss team in college football right now. So they've been really good. Uh, you know, more just makes so much of a difference I you know I, I don't think you can underestimate how big of a difference he is for them because he's just a threat to go to the house every time he touches the ball and they've figured out ways to get him the ball near the line of scrimmage so it's going to be interesting it's how does Iowa control Rondell Moore and Blau is such an accurate passer he's completing 65 percent of his throws versus can Stanley bounce back because Purdue's pass defense. Our Purdue guy told me it's historically bad. If you look at the numbers, they're just really bad against the pass. So, uh, but they played real well in the red zone and limited teams to you know field goals instead of touchdowns. And that's been the bugaboo for Iowa the last two weeks: is they've kicked more field goals and not scored touchdowns.
2: Last thing for you, Tom. Sunday, the basketball season gets going. It'll be Guilford or Guilford. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not going to ask you for a breakdown of the exhibition game, but what are you going to be looking for? I'm sure you'll be at Carver Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I
4: will. I'll be there. Um, I, I'm just looking to. You won't learn a whole lot. I mean, I, I looked, and Guilford uh, actually played High Point, coached by Tubby Smith, and uh, the other night, and lost eighty-one to forty-five. So Ooh. we're not going to we're not going to get a big challenge. <laughs> this weekend for the the Hawkeyes, if you want to learn a lot. I I just kind of want to see what Fran's looking at rotation-wise, at least early in the game. Um, And that'll kind of give us an idea of who's, you know, kind of moving up uh, the chart a little bit from his perspective. We haven't seen a starting lineup. I do expect it'll probably be Garza, Cook, Wieskamp, Moss, and and Jordan Bohannon is, Uh, is my guess. Yeah, I... I think Bohannon will be out there. I know he didn't play in the scrimmage, but I just kind of think he's going to be out there, although maybe they'll rest some more. Uh, They don't really need to play him against uh, Guilford, uh, given that uh, high point beat him by about 100.
1: (laughs) crazy. Tom, safe trip to West Lafayette. We will talk to you next week in in advance of a a really big game, assuming the Hawks take care of business uh, this week as Northwestern will pay a visit. Thank you, Tom Cakert.
4: Okay, thanks, guys.
1: Good to talk to you, Tom Cakert. HawkeyeReport.com, and Dylan Montz, AmesTrib.com, to get our last look at the Clones and the Hawks. Time to talk to Mitch Holtus, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs Chiefs Browns. This week, we'll talk to Mitch Holtus when Trent and I continue. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 The Champ.
0: The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700
2: The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans.
8: Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We
2: have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside.
8: Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Napa, no.
0: Now, Napa has five-quart jugs of Pennzoil or Valvoline full-synthetic motor oil for $23.99. That's one heck of a deal for all-weather engine protection. So whether you're driving in Phoenix, Arizona, Duluth, Minnesota, or down the street to the grocery store, the right oil for your ride is just $23.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state-local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 12 18
8: Have you tried that trendy new dating app? You can have months of frivolous fun with people who just love to play games. But if you're ready for something more grown-up, try the Match app. Over 30,000 new people a day are heading to Match for grown-up conversations that lead to great dates and beyond. Our listeners that go to Match.com can start for free today. View photos and informative profiles to get a deeper sense of the people you'd like to meet. Start for free today at Match.com. That's Match.com.
1: Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fund drive supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fund drive now through November the sixteenth. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org/combathunger. Join the fight today.
3: Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Trevor Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply.
8: Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down, or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you from testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy. New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life.
0: 1700, the champ.
1: It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I with you until 1 o'clock here today. Busy uh, lunch hour coming up. Let's finish out the 11 o'clock hour of the program. We do so with the voice of 1700, the champs NFL team. The Kansas City Chiefs play home and away all season long. They travel to Cleveland. Lots been made all week about Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes. And the last time those two shared a field together was in Lubbock. And there were a bunch of points and a bunch of passing yards. And we uh I guess we should start there. I almost want to start, Mitch, with you on uh uh Papa John's. It's a new month, but I'm gonna hold off and wait till the end because I know there's a new special you're dying to tell us about and our audience is dying to hear about it. But let's do football first. Uh and start back with last week. Uh uh Chiefs in Denver, you know what? At the end of the day, pretty entertaining football game we watched last Sunday at Arrowhead.
7: I'd really like to start with high school football. Aren't you guys in the Elite Eight now and uh one of my favorite teams. I know the Earlham Cardinals are out, but the I thirty five Roadrunners—they're alive, still in it. Yes, you've got to tell me, guys. You've got to tell me their helmet is not a silver helmet with the I thirty five shield on it, it's <laughs> nice. actually on the interstate. Is there a copyright? <laughs> Do they, is that on their helmet?
2: No, they got the Roadrunner you know? on there. they, they got it's—it's a, well, it's a good-looking okay. Roadrunner. Okay. Yep,
7: but Trent, 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 Trent. <laughs> Can't you have the Road Runner have the Shield I thirty five over the top of the Road Runner? Yes. You still have the Road Runner, ah, nice. but in the middle put the Shield. Is there copyright on Interstate Shields? I don't know. My guess put would it on be there, yes. Boys.
1: <laughs> My <laughs> guess would be yes, but that's a great idea. I'm with you.
7: Put it on there. All right, your boys, your boys, your lads from Denver put up a heck of a fight. Uh, they fought in that game, much like the game in the Monday Night game at Denver. Yeah. And when you hold this Chiefs offense, which is the NFL's best, it's just a, Statistically, it's not an opinion; it's fact. Right. But you hold into five straight possessions of a Mahomes pick and four straight punts that's saying something. It was a very entertaining game.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, well, there was no moves made as far as trade deadline. Um, I'm sure that they, you know, they they listened. Uh, there were a lot of moves. What we saw, Mitch, and you know, it didn't didn't affect the Chiefs this week. But what we're seeing is, you know, the trade deadline is is actually a thing now in the NFL, and I think that's good.
7: It's good unless you get the whole tanking thing that's happened well, in Major point. League Baseball. That is not good. And I'm telling you, the NFL is much more competitive than Major League Baseball. The, the, the spread, you, you get to, uh, what, July the 4th, and you kind of know, uh oh, lousy year, I'm going to mm-hmm. sell them off. And then you get to the end of July, and then you just wreck August and September. I don't want to see the league become that. I do like that the trade deadline is good, so I'm with you on that, Ken. But... You also have to put in a caveat there that you don't want it to be, oh, I'm going to, wh- where am I at? I'm four and five. I'm tanking this year. I'm going to get the pick, particularly if there's like a the pick that everybody wants. you got to be careful there. You don't want that in any sport. Now, let me say this, though, too. I hear people, and people have said to me, well, the Chiefs didn't do anything at the tr- trade deadline, or they didn't try to do anything. No, they didn't complete anything would be the best verb to use. The Chiefs were looking at stuff strongly, um, and don't don't be mistaken that the fact that something didn't get completed is that they weren't trying or didn't do anything.
2: Hey, Mitch, uh, A question for you with a new, not coaching staff, but a new head coach and Greg Williams taking over for the Browns after the firing of Hugh Jackson. Of course, going to be somebody else calling plays offensively too. How much impact that makes to just the week to week grind that you have and. Maybe a sense of, of renewed, I don't know, just the day-to-day kind of grind of going through film, knowing there could be some different wrinkles you have to be ready for this week.
7: Are you asking from the Browns' perspective or the Chiefs' perspective? From the
2: Chiefs' perspective.
7: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bizarre on this end. I've been on the other end, and I'm going you, I'd rather be on this end, all right? Um, but, yeah, there's some trepidation. You know defensively they won't change anything because of Greg Williams, and, and he's the interim coach, and they'll have their whole defensive package they've had all year, which has been very good. When you look at they lead the NFL in takeaways with 22, and they're plus uh, 11 in the margin, and that's number one in the league. All right. Where it becomes more interesting is on the offensive side. Not only did you fire the head coach, you fired the offensive coordinator, and you're going to have a play caller that's not called plays except for the preseason last game. All right. So you don't know there. Is he thinking of some crazy stuff? Did they put something in to energize their team? I think, again, the Chiefs are going to find a team that's playing their in-season Super Bowl. I think it was for Denver last week. I don't mean that to be condescending. That's not the case. I don't mean it to, to – it's, it's just fact. Yep. I think Jacksonville was that way. I think Cincinnati was that way. Uh, the Chargers were that way at the beginning of the season. So you're getting Cleveland thinking, how do we salvage 2018 at all? it would be being, beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, from a Chiefs perspective, and if you're a Chiefs historian, let me take you back to 2011. The Chiefs were having a, a season kind of like the, the Browns were having, a little better, but not much better. They fired Todd Haley, and they put in Romeo Cornell, and they're playing an undefeated Green Bay team. Now, it looks like they're steamrolling toward a 16-0 and season. And the Southeast Polk Ram, Kyle Orton, picked up by the Chiefs and a Lisa quarterback, beats Green Bay with an interim coach who was hired that week. I think it's in the last 15 years, 53% of the time, an interim coach in the NFL after halfway point of the season wins his first game. It's odd. Mm.
1: Mitch Holtis, uh, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, is our guest. Well, Mitch, uh, help us out on in the injury-wise. Anthony Hitchens and then Tyree Kill, who apparently tweaked the groin. Uh, what are the status on those two?
7: Well, honestly, and I'm not trying to play it off here, but we're at eight minutes to noon on Friday, and there's no definitive answer on either one. However, in the case, there is a chance that both could play. There's a chance Tyreek could play and Hitchens might not. But there is a real chance both could play. Honestly, I'm going to tell you, and people can listen to 1700 of the champ, because we will tell you an hour and a half before game time. Most people want to know, particularly with the Cheetah, for their fantasy league. I can't tell you on Friday, but it it may come down to the hour and a half before the game. Hitchens, when he came off the field, good Iowa Hawkeye, right? Tough dude. And he's from the Cleveland area. One of three guys from the Cleveland area on the Chiefs team. Uh, I thought there's no way he's going to play this week. Honestly, I think there's a shot. And it's the, the work that the athletic trainers have done. Hitchens' toughness. Hitchens' diligence to try to get back. And... Again, I would have bet and lost hundred bucks that he would not have played at all this week after the injury seen him come off the field last week against Denver.
2: Speaking of Hawkeyes, uh Neiman making his way back. Ben Neiman, a lot of talk about that linebacker group. When do you expect to see more playing time happening for Neiman? Could it come as soon as this week with Hitch, possibly on the shelf? Yes.
7: Yes, wink, wink, nod, nod. Mm-hmm. Now the, the 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 linebacker crew is beaten up and so mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually he was sprinkled out there at the end of the game last week when Hitchens came out. Neiman was out there, and remember how good his preseason was. He he was the story on defense of the preseason. Um, this is a week where potentially, yes, he could be in the middle of the mix. And even if not, even if not, he could be a rotation in there guy. Even if Hitchens is cleared to play. There's a very real chance that Hitchens could be limited somewhat uh, on his role or they've got him on a pitch count. Now, here's what makes it, here's what makes it difficult. Hitchens is the green dot. He is the guy that wow. uh, fans know. He's the guy that has the green dot that makes the calls. So the Chiefs uh, have got to have him out there, and if he's not out there, then who's going to be the other guy wearing the green dot? Is that going to be Reggie Raglan, who's not as good a cover guy as Neiman, or is it possibly Neiman your backup Green Dot, and that's taken his responsibility up five notches, if that's the case.
1: Mm, we have 20 seconds left. Uh, enough football talk. Let's talk pizza. Mitch Holtis, it's a new month.
7: I'm waiting for the November special. I don't have it yet. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a hot, hot. I, there's I would tell you, though, that I think they're flying in the secret November sauce. Yes. Ooh, that sounds uh, good. Yep. 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 It's a good thing, though. They're flying in. There's a secret laboratory that is west of Ames. I think it's Highway 30. Is that the highway? It is, yeah. <laughs> highway 30, right. Um, you go Highway 30, just take off. Uh, on Highway 30, there's a secret. Now, if you try to get close.
1: No, you won't get near it. See
7: red, no, no, red dots all over your chest. That's the sign. Don't go. Leave, leave. <laughs> but think red dots on the pizza because they've got the secret sauce coming. Uh, the Donaldson boys and the gals, they'll have it ready for you. PapaJohns.com, football, people loving the Cyclones now, loving the Hawkeyes, loving high school playoff football. Pizza time at Papa John.
1: Good stuff, Mitch. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. See you, man. See you. Mitch Holtz is voice of the Chiefs. Noon hour next, 1700 the, 1700 the Champ.
0: 1700 The Champ with The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all.
3: I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process.
4: Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond.
0: People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade.
3: We're a roofing machine.
5: Right now, the Home Depot has up to 40% off appliance special buys, plus up to $500 in instant savings. Black Friday prices early. Like the Samsung six-piece kitchen suite and laundry pair, you'll save over $2,000. Want to upgrade the kitchen and laundry room? This is how. With Black Friday savings on appliances. Now, at the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. U.S. only, while supplies last, gas dry extra, instant savings require a minimum purchase of two select appliances to qualify. See store for details about through November 29th. Sweet strawberry icing.
8: You're in Goodwill, and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot, miniature donut earrings, you lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success, because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill
6: and the Ad Council.
8: An official message for Medicare. Open enrollment ends soon.
6: So now's the time to be open-minded.
2: Look at everything, like prescription drug plans and Medicare Advantage plans from private insurers.
6: Why? Because plans change.
2: So
7: can your health needs.
2: I found lower costs and extra benefits and saved money.
7: Open to something better? Visit Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE today. Open enrollment ends December 7th. Paid for
2: by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 1700 The Champ is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each Friday night for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. The best in high school football each Friday night with play-by-play action. A trip to the Unidome is on the line as West Des Moines Valley hosts rival Dowling Catholic in the quarterfinals. Coverage of high school football is presented by Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. High school football on 1700 The Champ.
3: From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown Des Moines. Ladies, don't miss our Friday night kickoff dinner, Women and Whiskey, featuring a five-course dinner, whiskey pairings, and great entertainment. Women and Whiskey proudly benefits our amazing sponsor, Susan G. Komen. Tickets on sale now at DSM Whiskey Festival.